<laughs> Alright, I'm switching. No, you don't. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds One Quest. I am your host and DMJC here with these two nerds because, well, we're missing one this morning. Uh, <laughs> the first nerd sitting here nodding and smiling, the man on the ones and twos, Tom M. Norman. How you doing, oh, buddy? I am living the dream. I am not hungover like I was yesterday. Uh, life is good. Ooh. Yesterday was a that tad was good rough. Day. Yeah. You're not not having a second day hangover that we start experiencing in our age? <laughs> not exactly. I am... Uh, <laughs> I'll put myself at 95%. Okay, that, that works. That works. The other nerd here this morning is, of course, Ryan Crixus Kukta. How's it going, mister? Hey, You're in a different place today. What's going on, gentlemen? <laughs> Yeah, we're on vacation with the family, but I prioritize you and the D and D Beyond Ooh. world. So I'm excited to be here. Is that a is that a we'll dig at a certain missing dwarf? <laughs> oh, I think Ryan froze. Oh no, he's here and there. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a spotty show. So we sh we shall do our best. Sorry, gentlemen, you got me. Yep. 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 Got you back now. And now I think you're gone again. He clip clops. Well, uh, I'm just. And there he goes. I'm just gonna lose my video. All right. Oh. Yep. Can you still hear us though? Oh, for a while. I can hear you if you can hear me. We can. There's just a delay. Can you hear me? We'll work with it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So last week I asked everybody um, who would play your character. Now, because Jeff is missing, I kind of threw this in at the last minute. We'll wait for that one when he's back. And we'll de just do a quick uh, who wouldn't play your character. Who would probably be one of the worst choices for your character. Uh, Norm had a pretty good one here this morning. So I don't know if it's like necessarily bad because he is actually, I think he's a good actor and I think he would play the part well, but his mannerisms wouldn't Just match up. Dick. And I think people would not take him seriously. It would be John Cryer. That oh, would yeah. be. Absolutely. I, I like the way he acts. I think he's, I think, like I said, I think he's a good actor, but I don't see him. Oh yeah. Mine, mine. I love mine that I'm gonna say who wouldn't play Eliana, and honestly, I would I would kind of like to see like Aaron as John Cryer and then Eliana as Melissa McCarthy would be hilarious. 
but she is an Eliana. <laughs> Two of them together would yeah. be amazing. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how that would. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, right. It would be it would be a spoof on a on, on like Lord of the Rings or something or a D and D type adventure. <laughs> it would be like um what what your highness. <laughs> The one from uh, yeah. Seth Rogen and what's his face, yeah. So it would kind of be like uh, we could do it like a scary movie style. Absolutely, yeah, like a parody of it. And so, uh, who would play Crixus in this instant, Ryan? If we're going this route, we're making a parody of it. Oh man, um, I think who would not work if we're going kind of around the WWE route, I think like a John Cena would be uh, <laughs> kind of funny, but also terrible. Yes. <laughs> I fully support that. I just like the idea. Of, I like the idea of John Cena playing a rogue. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> That's a stealth check. You can't see me. <laughs> He'd have advantage, then. But it would be, like, with yeah, scary movies... John Cena has advantage on stealth checks. It, it would be, like, the scary movies where oh he would do God. that, and he would, like, think that nobody could see him, and he'd be sneaking around, but he's so big, and he's so whatever that, yep. like, he would try to hide behind a tiny rock or, like, a really skinny tree. It's it's like that half-orc um, rogue long. build... Where he just, he, the half-orc is so intimidating that he just does intimidation checks instead of stealth checks and says, you don't see me, and he scares people so much that they go, no, I don't see you. So he thinks he's really good at it, but he's not very intelligent. <laughs> On that note, the WWE note, that was my uh, my question for next week, and we'll kind of do a double question. Besides who would play your character, what famous actor, which WWE slash WWF wrestler best represents your character? And that kind of fits in the theme of our show with all the WWE stuff. So, uh, And that also ties back to the time when I used to watch regularly. So, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Sunday morning cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, we will get there next cool. week when we have... Oh, actually, no. Next week is the 4th of July. There will be no show next week, folks, as many of us will be out of town. Primarily me, so it's kind of hard to run the game. And I will be in the middle of nowhere with no reception. I'll be in so... Florida. <laughs> Florida's got internet, don't they? <laughs> Theoretically. The whole of Florida does, yes. Yeah. They just don't know how to use it. They're so old. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Where were we last week? Last week we were. Let's see. We don't have we Doc to it. do a recap here and give us a limerick. So yeah, and I'm not good enough to do that. Basically, short. Long story really? short, we were in a crypt. Uh, Hag jumped up on top of the sarcophagus and yelled at us. I almost had her. Uh, convinced, and then Crixus came in and said a bunch of shit, and then we fought, and then we left the crypt. Um, let's see. So, 
We met a druid with blue teeth who had a shrub underneath. We tried to negotiate but began to annihilate and now we are out of initiative. Something about a mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff's better at this than I am. (laughs) All right. Uh, He also plans it and I didn't plan it. That was off the top of my head. Uh, so let's uh, hit up the mirror. You're standing looking at this mirror. You're attuned to it, Crixus, and you have the ability to scry on anyone. We actually had this. This was functioning as a... Um, oh, I'm trying to find it. Oh, boo. Crystal. Yeah, it's a crystal yeah. ball. It's functioning. Functioning as a crystal ball, actually. Let me pull this up here. If I pull this up here, I can do... It's not that. Where's the mirror? Where is the mirror? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Um, okay. Let's come in. Let's open up Crystal Ball. And it was a Crystal Ball of Mind Reading. So you can scry on anyone that, well, it's a, you're casting scribe, basically, and then you can use an action to detect thoughts on them. They have a spell save of DC 17 while you are scrying through the crystal ball. So who would you like to scry on, sir? Well, and I God, think, I hope um, I'm ready to know who you're talking about. <laughs> I wanted to start with Valish Gant, who I believe is, um, Ooh. Potentially a member of the Arcane Brotherhood and could potentially be the guy in prison that we're looking for. Or maybe that crosses over two completely separate rumors. But um, I think that was um, one of them that, that we wanted to uh, determine whether it was worth heading out that way. Valish can't. I can get on board with that. This is what I was afraid of. I'm, I am looking for Valish Gant. <laughs> oh, okay. He is trying to remember. Because I, I gave you guys so many names and things. Yeah, it was he part is, of our... He's the guy that's supposed to be stuff. in the prison, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was what I believe to be the, the rumor that was tied to him. And where it is? Oh, that's that. Okay. So we're gonna call it that. Um. Yeah, and I didn't write that down at all. I must have missed that, or I must have been paying attention. I... Hang on, just one second. Oh, it's down here. Um. Yes. Uh, you heard a uh, overheard in a bar that um, the uh, everlasting ram is not actually the frost maidens doing. Someone was assuming it was King Brotherhood, and that Valish Gant was behind it all, no doubt. He is locked away in Revel's End, but doesn't make him any less dangerous. So you're going to scry on Valish Gant. So, um, 
You caught a midwink. The Clarice. <laughs> or no, what, what, what the, the hell? Is the, the guy yells something else. It's not. He doesn't actually yell her name. In. I don't know. I don't know what you're referencing. I don't know. The silence of the lamps when the dude throws his shit at her. Yeah. In the oh. prison. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once she's walking through. So. You. Start the scry, and. You're shown this dark cell. Um cold iron bars there's a single solitary bed in a chamber pot and there are bars in the ceiling of it that above those bars is a lantern light chandelier that gives light to the prison area Um, he is sitting on a bed Uh, got just some cardstock not they aren't like playing cards or anything but he's got card stock that he's making disappear and reappear and move around in his hands um make a arcana check as you look at him arcana yep arcana arcana Uh, that's an 11. 11. Uh, yeah, it isn't... You You are familiar enough with magic um, that you realize that actually what he is doing is all sleight of hand. There is no actual magic behind it. Um, and uh, are you going to try and detect thoughts on him? Yeah, I would like to. Yeah. I, I really want to okay. be able, if it's possible, to identify for us or not. Repeat that. Identify what? I missed most of it. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to identify whether this is going to be an important target for our group or not. Hmm. <laughs> if um, not, let him rock. <clears throat> Looking at him, he's actually in you get into his head a bit and he's focusing on his what he's doing with the sleight of hand and you see he's pretty pleased with himself that he's being able to actually hide these cards well um and he's thinking that this might be there may be something here to just fooling people with illusions or sleight of hand stuff rather than actually using actual magic he may be able to find a way out you get the idea that he's he's like plotting an escape for himself uh, and that he he's a bit frustrated that he doesn't have access to his magic in this prison so he's trying to find a way to escape through sleight of hand slash illusion like mechanical illusions instead of actual magic. So can we tell 
and I suppose I can't ask these questions because it's Cooch that's doing it, right? Yep. Well, I'll be dictating out loud kind of what I'm seeing, um, so welcoming any feedback. But I guess from my perspective, I can't really tell how he fits into the grand design here. Um, you would not be able to hear what is going on around you. You're hearing what is what you're observing. So your senses, your vision, and your hearing become what you're scrying on. You could only feel someone touch you. So you aren't actually going to be able to communicate. You could talk and say what you're seeing. But Norm, uh, Aaron, you aren't going to be able to ask him any questions while he's doing this. He won't hear you. So he can't Because he's observing his target. He can't see you right now either. Crixus can't see you right now. So if you wanted to, like, um, like pants him or something, would be kind of funny. <laughs> That's actually really tempting. <laughs> <laughs> Sleight of hand. What does the willy look like in the mirror? Sleight of You don't even need a sleight of hand. You can't see. What, what is the what? What does the willy look oh, like? You're, like you're blue, blue, right? Seen it. Yeah. <laughs> blue balls? Really horrifying. I've never seen a dragonborn willy. I don't know what they look like. There's probably a, a porn somewhere that has that type of content that you're looking for. Is it? Maybe. Is it, is it Maybe. like a forked tongue? So, in, in the cell. <laughs> <laughs> you see the prisoner doing sleight of hand. And he moves from uh, doing the cards to actually starting to do stuff with like a little stick that he had found somewhere. And that almost looks like a pencil or something that he's making disappear and stuff. And he's, you get the idea that he's trying to figure out a way, like I said, to try and escape using mechanical illusions as opposed to actual magic illusions. Okay. All right. Um, well, I think that's probably the extent of what I'll get out of that scrying. So, um, I'll kind of take away. Okay. Um, and then after I'm done, just kind of report back. Uh, I couldn't really tell how important this individual is, but it's clear that he doesn't have access to his magic as part of the, the captivity he's in. And, um, you know, he could use our help if it's someone we wanted to help, but I think we'd have to ask more questions of the, the people in the world that know him. So, is this... Do we need to risk our lives trying to save him? I don't... I don't see this being... A part of our grander mission. Perhaps not. You may have the answer to many questions we have, but it it may it may be fruitless. Well, he has connection to the Arcane Brotherhood. Doc says. 
that they're the ones responsible for the everlasting rhyme. It is really, it is really important we understand their role in all of this as well. So he would definitely be able to assist us in that method. Okay, so in that regard, I'm willing to give it a shot. However, if it doesn't work, we need to be willing to drop it and go. Yeah, I'm not keen on going into a prison, <laughs> Eliana says. <laughs> um. Especially one that has the potential to completely remove all our magic abilities um, would put us at a significant disadvantage. Yeah, if, if things go south in there, that that could be problematic. Yeah. Um, the spells don't bother me as much as the healing. <laughs> I think that's the most important well, aspect yeah. of our... Can we I wonder if potions out? would work in there. I... Hmm. Are potions technically magic? I suppose some of them can be, some of them aren't. Yeah, I mean magic potions, so... It is. Is it flesh? Yeah. Alright. I I do have a couple other targets. Did that take a lot out of Crixus? Is he... Is he... Um... He, he seems alright. You get the idea that you might be able to do this once or twice more without issue, and then you might start having some issues. He needs a nap and a handy to get his energy back. Maybe. I, um, I'm going to turn to the group and I'm going to say, does it make sense to attempt to scry on the Frost Maiden herself? Uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping that would have been one of the options you would have chosen. And I think before actually looking into the mirror, we would have, I feel like we would have had a discussion about who to do, who to scry on. And I feel like the Frost Maiden, yeah, who to do. I, I feel like the Frost Maiden would have been top of the list. Frost Maiden could, yeah, absolutely be. Because how many people can we do this for? Seven. You got two or three more before there's going to start being issues. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, save some for later because there's only so many that we need to do right now to kind of line up our next step. Yeah, I mean, I suppose we could always come back and do more. Yeah, if you can find your way back to it, absolutely. Can I put it in my GPS tracker? Mm, I don't know if that works. No. Maybe not the way you're thinking. I'll plant a flag. All right. Yeah, I, I say do the frost maiden. Do it good. Okay. Let's do. Uh, Crack that whip! Uh, 
<laughs> Let's do the frost mate. Alright. So you go to scry on the frost maiden. Yeah. Um as you reach out through the wintry darkness the scry like you're floating through the air and there's snow and white and blowing just whipping past and around and you're going you're kind of going through this it seems like it's trying to zero in on a spot but every time you think you get close it like blacks out and then you'll come back and it will be the wind and snow whipping around almost like there's something preventing you from scrying on her like maybe so she's taking precautions to is, not be scrying on sure frost maiden is everywhere and everywhere is the frost maiden. yep so, alright so I'm not able to really punch into the frost maiden good to know um, I have a couple more, but I think I'll probably save those for later and just talk to the rest of the team about who we want to scry on um, as we okay. kind of travel. So. Yeah, because I suppose there, there could be an upcoming things. There could be other people that we need to find or view or yeah if anybody's found the name of Captain Golden Pants yet and then um, I think the father of the thief that we met in the Dragon Tower would also yep. be valuable because that's kind of the reason we're up here mm-hmm. so, but those kinds of ideas um don't help us right now, so. Alright. Save those for later. So where are we headed then? Back to Lonelywood? Back to the Lonelywood in the short term. Yeah. Alright. Okay, so you guys are heading back to Lonelywood. Um, I actually need to get out here and hit this. I need one of you to uh, roll me a... Oh, let's see. I forget what it is. Roll me a d20. As you guys are traveling through the woods, one of you, whichever one you want. Aaron, Aaron, go ahead and roll a d20. Thirteen. Thirteen? Yep. It hovered on the one, and I did not like that. <laughs> um, there is, um, you hear the sound of, um, trudging through the snow in the distance off to your left. And like a like kind of a 
low guttural you keep walking or do you ignore it or do you keep walking and ignore it or do you go investigate it I'm going to stop and is it something I would that sounds familiar at all Mm, yeah you've run into bears before Um, how close was it? In fact, on the way out here, I think you ran into a bear. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, make a perception check. You may even be able to see it. Let's see how perceived perceptionable I am today. 23. 23. Uh, yeah, actually about a hundred feet away in between a couple of pine trees is a large brown bear. He sees you, he stops, and just looks at you for a while. He's not in the direction we're moving though, right? No, he seems to be. He's off to the. He's off to your left. All right, I'm just going to say back to Lonelywood. Let's just keep moving. If we don't disturb him, he shouldn't disturb us. We try to be extra okay. sneaky. Nah. Do you want to be extra sneaky? Say, so Ellie has a problem with being extra sneaky. <laughs> so you hear a wolf howl in the distance. Um, as you continue traveling and the I forgot you guys can hear that uh, <laughs> oh, effortless. yeah it's it's nice because I can comment on it and just heightens everything up as you keep traveling through the dark of the eternal darkness of the rhyme of the frost maiden um, the bear never completely leaves your side he doesn't get any closer but he's not getting any further away. He seems to be walking parallel with you, traveling with you guys for the next hour or so. Hmm. So I'm going to kind of lean over to whoever is closest to me and just kind of say... Say Crixus. Okay, Crixus, and say, I wonder if this is... Because now I'm paranoid. Uh, some kind of shape shifter. Maybe it's a person following us. Be on guard. That would certainly be in line with our experiences so far. Uh, yep, pretty much. Okay, question for you. If the bear never gets any closer, do you ever interact with it on the rest of your journey? How long would you travel with it in the next three hours before? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. So if is the bear like kind of following us? Kind of, but alongside you. Kind of walking in parallel with you. I I feel like after. after... Yeah, go ahead. I I was just going to say after about an hour of a bear kind of going out of its way to follow us, there's something 
not quite normal about this scenario. Yeah, that's kind of where I was leaning. I am co- a confrontational person by nature, so I would mm-hmm. I would probably just literally say fuck it and start walking over towards it. <laughs> Which is probably oh, not yeah. what everybody else wants, but uh, Ellie just kind of I don't know what no Oh he's gonna get himself killed. Um <laughs> But they let you go, they do not follow you. As you approach it, it sees you and maintains distance. Like it starts walking further away. So I'm gonna yell, hey, bear! Just to see if it responds. It stops. It stops, it looks at you and just kind of roars and rolls its head back and forth. I'm going to... Do you keep advancing or did you stop? I'm gonna stop because it responded to me. Okay. It stops with you and does that work? I'm gonna yell, why are you following us? It rears up on its hind legs and hands in the air and just this big, intimidating, bellowing roar. And then it comes back down on its paws. You hear the howl of a wolf in the distance. (laughs) I am going to do the same thing to him. I'm going to kind of go put my arms up in the air and kind of go make my, you know, almost mocking him, but not like to the point of going (laughs) the bear sits down and just kind of stares at you I'm gonna kind of glance over my shoulder like just to see where everybody else is at I'm going to slowly take a few steps forward to see what happens. Correct, let's make a perception check. Fourteen? Yeah. And you you see the bear. You're watching the bear and what's going on. Uh when you start taking a few tentative steps forward, the bear gets up on its hind legs again and then just absolutely roars like more than before. And Make an insight check, Aaron. If this is... Can Crixus tell if this is normal bear activity? Everything about this screams that this is not normal. Right. The fact that it was maintaining difference from you, different distance from you. The fact that it is responding to what Aranon is saying. <laughs> you had a nine, Aranon, for yes. your insight check? Yep, I had a nine. Something weird's going on. You have no freaking clue, but you know something weird is going on with this bear. God. 
out of nowhere, it roars and starts charging, not Aranon, not the group, but north of the group, like in the direction you're headed, and starts charging. Um, as you see it charging, you turn and look, um, and nope, Doc has no clue. Ellie has no clue. Uh, both of you can make uh, perception checks as you see him turn and start charging off ahead of you. Doc and Ellie are ready to fight with this thing. 11. 15. Uh, Aaron, you see where he's headed. There is, uh, you see two wolves turn and scatter tail deeper into the forest as the bear charges them. And he goes around and walks basically around the group to the other side and stands up and does that roar again with his hands in the air, like trying to intimidate whatever, and then just kind of plops down and waits a few seconds and then turns and looks back at the group and sits down and just kind of watches you guys. So I'm going to go back to... I'm going to make my way back to the group. Ellie at this moment... Yep. And Ellie at this moment, as you come back to the group, goes... I I think he's protecting us. Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's... Seems that way. Weird. I don't know why. It is very weird. Let's keep going with... I'm going to yell, thank you. I don't you. know how late it is. Just, he <laughs> woggles his head a little bit. And you guys continue on, and the bear continues on with you for um, the next couple hours until until Lonelywood is in sight. And once Lonelywood is in sight, um, he kind of peels off and starts walking back into the woods. And you swear, just for a minute, you like walk behind a tree or something, or the, 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 there was a little bit of snow blowing up from like a drift or something, and you swear it like shape shifted and there was like a humanoid form there for a little bit as it walked out into the snow and out of visibility. Um. Cool. Hey, side note, whatever happened to yeah. mommy friend? That's a good question. Is he just it's tagging really along? No, he's, he's nowhere near. Probably had to stay in the in the crypt. Did we know when he disappeared on our group? Um. Yeah, you guys really don't. Uh, do you say anything? Does anyone say anything? No. I've, that's just one of my... Huh. Kind of thoughts. Well, sure. I mean... Crixus, I guess, would say... Uh, did anybody see our mummy friend? Did he exit the tomb? Uh, Doc looks at you and goes, No, he, um, he couldn't come with us. He's bound to that area. So... Um... 
I probably should have told you that earlier. Sorry. <laughs> I can make sense. I think we could have. Would have been fun to take him along. You would have been a good distraction. Out of him before we left. Yeah. yeah. It didn't seem like he knew much. Eliana says. No. He kind of knew stuff from like hundreds and hundreds of years ago, but he has no idea what's going on now. Right. Might have been interesting to pick his brain. Ellie <laughs> says with a questioning statement. Sounds kind of gruesome, honestly, when you think about it. Good one, Ellie. <laughs> I'm just gonna sign. <sighs> Whatever. Should we go? Should we go see Nipsey? Yep. Nipsey, Nimsy, Nimsy, Nimsy Huddle. Yep. <laughs> Nimsy Huddle, not Nipsey Russell. Uh, <laughs> same. Yes. About the same. Uh, so you approach, you enter Lonely Wood, and um, you approach the speaker's house. And you can instantly you can smell the baking on the wind uh, as you're as you're getting nearby, and uh, you go up, knock on the door. Door opens. There's this little halfling. Get in there. You're back. I'll go tell her. Hang on. Bam! Slams the door. Here, running through the house. Speaker. Speaker. They're back. Yes. Do, 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 do. Door opens up. You can come in. She's upstairs. <laughs> you guys go in. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Especially if there's bacon cooking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so you guys, you walk in, and once everyone's in, wham, the door slams. Bye. <laughs> he goes running off into a different stairs. Um, and you go upstairs to where the, the whole bakery kind of set up is. And uh, there is like these fresh muffins that are, have come out of the oven. Um, smell very, very good. Um, kind of pumpkin spicy for some reason. Um, and she looks up at you and goes, ah, oh, you're back then. Did you find the moose? You could say that. Yeah, we we definitely found a moose. Very good. The moose, though, the white one. Yes. I mean, I've seen mooses. Mice? Meese? Moose? Moose. Moose. I've seen moose before. Many moose. Many moose. This moose white. This moose big. Many moose. This moose very big. <laughs> Do you have proof? Doc pulls out of this bag. He's got the big antler for me. Yeah, here's here's the um the antler we took from it that would be proof that you required that that, that we um that we took care of it. Mm-hmm. 
And Doc kind of looks over to Crixus and is like, Eric, come here, come here, come here. Do we mention the druid? Mm. Yeah, I think we I think we should. Potentially yeah. a danger to the to the town. Okay, well we killed the druid that had like blue teeth and stuff in a shrub. We killed the shrub too. Well, she did. <laughs> he points at Ellie. I didn't trust that thing any further than I could throw it. To be fair, it wasn't evil shrubbery. A talking shrub is nothing to be messed with. It was talking, too. That's not normal. Not normal shrub behavior. The speaker's kind of just watching you guys with wide eyes like, wow. Um, okay. Well, here is here. Well, have a muffin, first of all. I've been working on these, and they're, they're fantastic. And I did promise you guys a hundred and hundred gold. What did we agree on? It was a hundred, right? I'm weighing my options to see if I can get more out of her. So give me a second. Um, um, I thought it was a little bit more than that. I feel like it was like a hundred and ten. Make a persuasion check. Mm -hmm. Come on, persuasion. Roll me some persuasion. Nat 20. Oh, no shit, yeah. Uh, she goes, oh, 100, 100. Yeah, then, no, no, that makes sense. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, 110 for sure. Uh, it was absolutely 110. Uh, at this, Doc says, I, I really wasn't, interested so much in the gold but that but that 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 um the the inn you kind of offered the opportunity to maybe make that a functioning inn she said yeah yeah um here i actually have well here let's take care of this business first dude that that is separate business that you and i can we can talk to and ellie kind of looks at her and Looks at Doc and said, are you seriously going to do this, Doc? And he's like, well, I was thinking about it. Huh. I'm going to say, yeah, I think it's a great idea because then we have a place to stay for free in the future. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. That is not a bad idea. <laughs> and Ellie's really kind of, you see there's like wheels turning in her head and she's getting kind of excited by this. Um, yeah. I think that that may work nicely. Um, so Nimsy goes around and she grabs a little pouch of, you can hear the coins jingle inside, and throws it at Aaron on. It's 110 gold, right for you. Well, that, oh, wait, that's 100. Here's 10 more. And she throws another small satchel at you. Make dexterity checks. Two of them. First one will be pretty easy. The second one's going to be tougher. 14. Okay, yep. Catch that first one, no problem. And the second one is 8. That one hits you in the chest and you drop it on the ground. <laughs> you have to bend over and pick it up. So, well, thank you much for taking care of the of the moose. Um, the, the, the ramshackle inn, I must warn you, um, the reason no one uses it is the previous owner, um, he hung himself 
there. So everyone's kind of spooked or scared by it. I don't actually think it's haunted. I mean, we're using it for storing wood right now, but we can uh, we can clear the wood out and uh, and and yeah, you can absolutely. I mean, to have a functioning in here again would be actually very nice. Then I wouldn't have to have adventures. Not that you guys are annoying or anything, but have people like you staying in my house. I get more people staying in those, and I'm welcome to have people. They eat my baking and they love my baking. It's someone to bake for, but it can be a little draining to constantly have people in the house other than my children. Okay, so, so quick question, quick question. If you um, could get the ramshackle in up lady? and running, that would be amazing. Question? Yeah. Um, Speaker, please. Oh, or Nimsy. Nimsy. Miss Miss Huddle. Yes. Yes. Um, ooh, does ooh. the wood come with the inn? Do you want the wood to come with the inn? Yes. Are you going in? Okay, shall... yeah, yeah. You can you can have wood. You can have wood with the inn. Yeah, sure. Okay. Excellent. I would just like a functioning inn again if possible. <laughs> so if you guys are willing to try and make that happen, I would be very happy. Yeah. Yep. Doc's like done. Yep. Give it. <laughs> so I, I she like, hands over the deed to the ramshackle inn. I feel that. like at this point, Genius would have already walked out to check out his inn. Yeah, yeah. Once he had the deed in <laughs> hand, he's out the door. Uh, Doc is out the door, and Ellie kind of looks at Doc and looks at you guys and looks at Doc and looks at Nimsy, and I'm going to go with him <laughs> and follows him out the door. Uh, so uh, both Doc and Ellie go off to the ramshackle and leaving the two of you here with speaker huddle. I'm going to ask her if she has any cookies. I would like to buy cookies to take with us. Oh, absolutely. I have cookies. I have many, many cookies. Uh, What kind would you like? I would love... I have all your traditional favorites. What is Aranon's favorite cookie? Character development. I, I feel like... I know what Ellie's is. Hers is probably something stupid like a raisin, oatmeal raisin. That's what hers is. Something dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Oatmeal raisin. <laughs> like a nail on the head. Oh, really? <laughs> so dumb. She likes oatmeal raisin cookies. Aranon <sighs> is not picky. As long as it is sweet... Like he likes chocolate chip. He likes uh, uh, gingerbread. He likes. I mean, he will take if it if it's sweet, he will take it. So right. I'm just going to ask her to. So she yeah. just a potpourri. Give me give me a random bag of cookies. Oh, fantastic! Um, so she goes in back and she grabs a um, bag and comes back out and says here you go uh these will be it'll be one gold for the bag of cookies don't eat them all in one spot don't eat them all at once and don't do anything too serious when you're eating them you get the idea <laughs> and there's no you don't need insight check you get the idea that these may be 
have these, some. These are special cookies. Yes. <laughs> Herbal crappies pretty easy. Um and uh finally 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 uh, we can thank uh patrons for <laughs> voting on that poll back in January. <laughs> Which poll? <laughs> I've been trying to introduce a bag of cookies to you guys for oh, the, the, there was a, a just just a random what, and this kind of developed off of the whole monster conversation we had. We had a conversation about monster and caffeine and pre-show back in January, oh. and I made a poll kind of based around that conversation. These cookies come from that conversation, so. Awesome. <laughs> So how many how many cookies would you say are in this bag? Uh, a dozen. Okay. There's a healthy dozen cookies that have varying properties. Awesome. Well, Crixus is just going to eat a muffin. Hopefully there's nothing too crazy okay. going on with that muffin. No, the muffin the muffins are pretty uh pretty normal. She would have warned you. So, like, each cookie type has its own property? Maybe. Oh, shit. You you don't know? (laughs) She's just said, don't eat them all at once. Don't eat them all together. (laughs) And don't do anything important while you're eating them. That's all she told you. (laughs) Put a bag of mind-altering cookies. cookies. (laughs) Bag of cookies. Bag of fun cookies. There you go. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, do you if, uh, down and enjoy Nim- muffin? You have any questions? Nim- is Nimsy around again? Did she come back? Yeah, she's she's around. She's she's taking up the baking and said she. Um, you enjoy your muffins if you like. If you have questions, feel free to ask. When you're finished, you can head out, or you can stay the evening, or however you would like. I imagine the inn won't be ready for a week or two, but I assume we want. Your friends to seem motivated. I assume we want to stay the night and um, just take off in the morning. But do have some questions on Revel's End. Sounds like that might be our next destination. Um, to investigate. Revel's End. Yeah, that is a, um, well, that is a place, all right. Um, not many people go there. Um, what, what, what would you like to know? I mean, I know a little bit about it. I know what it is and why people don't go around it, but, uh, what can I help you with? Yeah, I mean, any. Anything that you can help us out as far as where it's located and why, um, you know, why people are cautioned to stay away. Um, well, the, the well, first of all, it's a prison. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the, the people that are there. This is the people. The people locked in there tend to be the people that the Lord's Alliance deemed. Um, well, what? How, how do you say? Um, not safe for their prisons. So they send them up here to the cold and miserable prison away from 
civilization. I don't know. The Lord's Alliance is kind of hoity-toity, if you ask me. But they will send these people away from civilization because they may be um, um, dangerous to the populace should they escape. Plus, Revel's End has some, um, well, first of all, if you do get out of Revel's End, you're in the middle of nowhere. And it's very, very cold. And you'll probably freeze before you get anywhere. So it's kind of a safety by distance type thing and safety by environment type thing. So they just send them up here in there. Um, it is located. It's right on the um, Sea of Moving Ice. And there, there's, there, you can't miss it. There's really like this really big arc rock that they call the the um, windbreak. It's it's really kind of cool, honestly. If you, if you, I've seen it once, and the tower is kind of built into the side of it. Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 out there right on. So if you find the sea of moving ice, like I mean, if if I were you, I would head more westerly than northerly. And find the sea of moving ice first, and then you can follow the coastline, and you'll eventually cross it. That way, if like like yeah, so air moving more west than north, um, and find the coast first, and then just move up the coast, and you'll eventually find it. It shouldn't be too tough to find. It kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. It's this really large rock. Well, thank you very much for your assistance. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you need any more food or like like non baking, I know you adventurers tend to like meat and potatoes and things like that. I can do that as well. Um, so, well, if you'd like to make all us, right. let four, me know if you need anything. If you'd like to make us uh, four what? meals, um, I would gladly pay you for four meals, four hot meals. I'll oh, take them to the others. Oh. I you don't need to. You don't need to pay me for them. They, consider it on the house for the, for the, for the for the both getting the inn back up and running. I'm very excited about that. I you don't know, um, and then um, yeah, between that and then taking care of the moose, I, I can make you meals for the and and your reward is on the house this evening, like kind of literally. Um, yes, and I can just yeah okay, all right. I will get to making you some meals. All right. Thank you. <laughs> she goes running off. <laughs> As she's running off, I'm going to... She, she's literally a ball of energy. So did... I'm going to say to Crixus, and I maybe I heard this wrong, JC. Um, did she say something mm-hmm. about a Lord's Alliance? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is that something yep, we have heard Alliance. before? Yes, you know the Lord's Alliance is basically a loose confederation. Uh, well, here, it's a loose confederation of settlements whose current members include, and you would know this having lived in the South, Baldur's Gate, Mirabar, Neverwinter, Silvery Moon, Waterdeep, Yatar, and the towns of Amphale, Daggerford, and Long Saddle, and the Dorvan stronghold of Mithra Hall. Okay, cool. They're all, um, they, it, it's, it's kind of like the United Nations. But for cities, <laughs> okay. In on the Sword Coast, so that was it's probably something loose, that uh, we had that discussion government. probably early in our sessions, and at some point, huh? Yeah, uh, I think it actually came up once or twice before. So okay, it 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 is it is the the public um, facing government basically. <laughs> Where you have like private organizations like the Harpers and the um, 
Zentarum uh, and them. They this this is kind of like the government, the city governments getting together and saying, "Hey, let's um let's kind of work together so we aren't stabbing each other in the back." <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And then there's the arcane brotherhood. Yep, who's magic people? What's going on there? Yeah. All right. All right. So, so Lynch, I think. Uh, go ahead, Cooch. I I think we uh, we batten it down for the night. Yeah, for our travels in the cold weather environment, and uh, head west in the morn. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm sure. I'm sure Doc and Ellie are probably busy moving firewood and cleaning up the end. So I'd I'd like to go check that place out, I guess, and see if there's any hidden hidden fun and treasures I can finagle out of them. So you guys can go are you waiting until you get the food and bring yeah. the food to them while yep. they're working? Yep. I assume that's what it sounded like. Alright. Um the uh, you can get there, and there is a large pile of wood on the front porch that seems to be freshly moved. And you see Doc come out, and he's got his like arms full of wood. <laughs> and he comes out and he drops it. And he goes, Ah, hey, <laughs> you should see this place. It's really cool. <laughs> and he goes running back in. <laughs> You see there's actually light coming from inside it now. I'm going to go inside go in. and put the food down. Is there a table or something I could put it on? That's There's actually there's a bar. They've cleared wood away from a bar on the one side. And next to the bar, maybe on the far wall is a... Not on the far wall from the bar, but like they meet at a corner. The wall that meets with the bar has a hearth and there's a they got a fire going in the hearth and it's functioning and the smoke's going out ellie's wiped down the bar and they've started uh there are some tables and chairs all piled in the one corner and some of them are like broken and they she looks at you and says the the best bet's going to be the bar i have a i found like two stools that still function properly um but yeah we could sit at the bar here for now and i'll stand that's fine um, we may want to give Doc one of the benches or one of the stools <laughs> so he can get up here and eat. And you get, you can actually see it's a, it's a, it's a nice little inn. There's a hearth, there's a bar, there's room for probably about four to five tables that would sit four to six people. Uh, there's a set of stairs on the other wall that goes up. Um, she said there's, there's six rooms up there. So, I mean, like we could get, we could make this a functioning thing. There's a cellar um, down below the bar, like behind the bar. There's a trapdoor, and you can get down into the cellar. Um, it seems like the foundation's really well held together. This might actually be really good for us. Like you were saying, like a like a like a home base. This could absolutely work. I'm gonna. While she's talking, I'm gonna put the food on the bar, and then I'm gonna go around behind the bar and see if there's any. Uh, uh, 
forgotten bottles of alcohol. Uh, make an investigation check. Twelve. Uh, twelve. Yeah, you're you're kind of dusting through the bar, and there's a um. You find a couple of bottles. Uh, one that's you pull the cork on it. You know it's a rum. The other one you you're pulling corks on these. There's a rum. There's whiskey. There. Um. There's pull the cork on. There's one bottle you kind of pull up and it's. And it's dusty and it's got like these like flames coming up the sides of it. And your initial thought is it's fire water. Um pull a cork on it and you realize it's, it's empty. You take a whiff of it though, and it's really like you don't know how to, how to even describe what it is, but it, like when you take the whiff of it, it hits your sinuses, and you're like, "Oh!" And Ellie's actually kind of curious about. It. She's like, "What is it?" And whatever it is, it's very strong. <laughs> but unfortunately, huh. you hold it upside down; it's empty. I'm just going to put the cork on that one and set it off to the side. Um, but I'm going to open up the rum and I'm going to take a nice long drink. All right. It is sweet, spicy, and um, it's, it's a fantastic spice drum, like a, like a Captain Morgan or private stock or like a like a Kraken 94 proof like it's it's, it's wonderful I'm gonna go mm, so good yeah. once it hits the lips it's just it goes down so smooth mm. I'll pass the bottle Ellie Ellie Ellie's looking at the bottle that had the flames on she's like what is this you really kind of she puts her finger on it. Just stays. Ooh. 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 Mm. Oh, it's more like hot sauce than anything. <laughs> she kind of sets it away. <laughs> wow. Um, Shot of the Phoenix. Then she uh, she takes it. The Phoenix. What's that? She says. I've I've heard stories of of a of a drink so potent that uh, it'll take uh, all your constitution to stop from soiling yourself. Her eyes get real big. So not what I had. That sounds sounds like a challenge. Hmm. It is. It's. It is a challenge. I'm glad that <laughs> that we don't have any to take that challenge. <laughs> I would seriously consider that challenge. Well, who knows? Maybe there's more in the cellar. 
let's eat first. I don't, I don't want this to get cold. And she starts <laughs> tucking into her plate of food. And she takes some rum from you. Actually, Doc takes the rum from you and takes a good pull off of it and passes it on. She takes a good pull off of it, passes it over to Crixus. As you guys sit in the ramshackle inn, enjoying a meal for the first time. Ramshackle Inn, she says, is eating food. I don't like that name. I think we should rename it. New owners, new branding, you know. So... I think. I mean, the obvious... Oh, where did you go? Are you still there? No, okay, I'm still right. there. Okay, nope, that was just weird, my video... Um, I mean, I feel like the obvious answer is the lazy dragon. That seems like the lazy dragon. I kind of like that. I was thinking the squared circle, but. Squared circle. It's a wrestling. How about uh, wrestling something that goes along with (laughs) something that goes along with TBD, like. The Belching Dragon. Ooh. Ooh, the Belching Dragon. That would be fun. The be- I kind of like that, she says. Yep, I like that better. The Belching Dragon. Yeah, that's, that would be, that's kind of the Lazy Dragon. That's the, 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 the TBD, our team name. Yeah, the Belching Dragon. That's fun. We'll call it that. I'm, I wonder if I could paint a sign that would... That could do that. I think I could do that. That's oh, then you could. Oh, then you could have like. You could have just like a like a dragon's head, and then just fire coming out at the bottom of the sign, and over the top it says the belching dragon. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that's 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 a great name, Crixus. Yep, I I I, I agree. Says Ellie. That that's a good name. Let, let's use that one. The well, we belching should probably ask dragon. Doc. It's his bar, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We will uh, definitely Doc? want Doc's impression. Then you guys, you guys look around at this moment. You realize Doc is not there. <laughs> you don't know where he went. And you see him go by the front door. <laughs> He's running in a different direction. I'm gonna yell out the door He's from like, where I'm sitting at the bar. Doc, how do you feel about the belching dragon? He peeks his head back and goes. I would tend to avoid one. Um, the name of the bar, but stupid. I got. I think I found the door. Oh yeah, that. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. Ah, uh, yeah, I like that. Especially that goes along with our team name, then TBD. And then he goes. <laughs> he goes. I found a. You hear him as he's running away. He's young. I found a door. <laughs> I'm just gonna shake my. And head. you see him come back, and he's got this wooden. He's got this wooden door that's got hinges on it that seems like it might have been just taken off and thrown in the snow. And he kind of sets it in and there's a food and it gets real kind of quiet. And you realize that this this bar is actually um, pretty soundly made. And it's just going to need a, like a coat of paint and get the door on the hinges and you're you're probably in business with your inch here. 
Uh, so, and that's that's Ellie brings up. He goes, I I think this will be uh, this will work well. We'll need someone to. Guys, well, we'll need someone to stay here. And I. The volunteers <sighs> tribute? I kind of want to. I kind of want to be here. I. I... Crixus is right. This is. That wasn't me. I mean, I didn't trust the bush, but it was a bush. I could have done that at any time it got hostile. I'm not... I'm not by nature a violent person. <laughs> and I kind of don't like that I did what I did with that bush. It, well, there are some people who may say... scratch me, but it was scared. There are some people who may say that plants are important. Um, yeah, and they are. Whatever. I would have hacked the yeah. bastard too. Well, I mean, and I mean, it's, I will, I will absolutely be part of us just here. Mm -hmm. I mean, there may be some benefits to having me here as in one of the towns of ten towns, I can, I can get information. I can. You'll always have a place to stay. I mean, like you said, um, I may be able to um, work with Nimsy, Speaker Nimsy, and Speaker Huddle, and and get information on what's going on in the other ten towns, Bryn Chander and such. Um, yeah, so I won't be a complete stranger. And who knows, maybe I can find some Chewingas <laughs> around here. <laughs> and and she's, she smiles. Don't worry, I'll lock up our dishes. If I come back from our next trip and I see this place being run by Chewingas, I'm going to burn the motherfucker down. <laughs> She yeah. smiles. There may, be. if I find one, we may have one. It won't be run by them, though. <laughs> they couldn't even. Know? They could barely carry a plate, let alone one full of food. <laughs> be the ultimate Willy Wonka parallel. <laughs> That's kind of what I was picturing: is like the door opening up and like instead of Oompa Loompas. Oompa Chawinga, doobity doo. <laughs> Every night at 5 p.m. there's a dancing show put on by showing us. <laughs> it's like the uh, oh Texas Roadhouse of inns in 10 towns. There's a little train track that one drives a train and brings your food to you at the tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every hour on the hour they do a line dance on top of the bar. No, so are, but are you trying seriously, to convince the, the fighting you, is kind of... Or are you trying to convince yourself? Yes. I'm just looking for your support, honestly. And just 
want to know what's okay with you guys. You're your Crixus. own adult. You do whatever the hell you want. It certainly is safer for you, Ellie, and I, I, I recognize you're a bit outside of your element as a traveling adventurer, but we have very much appreciated and needed your assistance at several points of this travel, and uh, I, I, I would be remiss if I did not comment on that. I, I still think we do need you. Um, however, in this capacity, you might be able to serve us just as well, and, and I would appreciate knowing you're safe. And to be honest, it'll be nice to know that we'll be able to start being able to be a little more quiet on our venture. As I, I'm kind of poking, like, uh, like ribbing her, like she's like her stealth rolls are are absolute dog shit. So it's kind of like the the poke of. You say it, and as you say it, you kind of lift up the little fold in her armor and kind of let it drop back, and, chink, and she goes, "Yeah." Yeah, I was never the best at that, was I? She kind of smiles. She said, okay. Then it's settled. I'll I'll run the Belching Dragon for you guys. You'll always have a home here. And maybe, maybe I can find a way to talk to you guys. Oh my god, my head just exploded. I was thinking of criminal minds. Now <laughs> she'll be here, here oh. one doing research back in the tavern. <laughs> I'm like, That'd be awesome. What does criminal minds have to do with? But yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, she'll be she'll be your eyes and ears within ten town. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we can make the belching dragon a reason to come to Lonelywood. So, um, she finishes her food and starts, uh, kind of straightening up, pulling apart the chairs and stuff. And, um, do you guys help at all with the tavern for the night before crashing out? Yeah. Crixus for sure will help to organize tables and things like that. I will. So, you're. Aranon is actually going to go around the end to the different rooms and pretend, not necessarily pretend to tidy up, but kind of move things around, but more along the lines of looking for secret compartments and like, like I'll go down into the cellar and just kind of poke around and like I'll go up into the rooms and kind of move stuff around to make it look all right, but I'll look behind picture frames and, you know, I'll move furniture and stuff like that. Um, a couple things are going to happen here. Uh, Crixus, you and Ellie start digging through the chairs and stuff and get some table sets set up. You're able to actually get two full sets of tables, like two tables with four chairs at each as a start. And the rest of it's kind of broken. You kind of set it outside to be firewood. Um, the bar gets a bit cleaned up. Um, Aranon goes down into the cellar at one point and, uh, 
Ellie asks you while Aranon's down in the cellar, can can you go down into the cellar and start gra- seeing what alcohol's down there that we can start stocking behind the bar? I don't know that there's going to be a lot, but if you could start bringing some of that up for me, that'd be fantastic. Do you agree to do that, Crixus? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, Aranon, you're seeming to want to be sneaky about all this, correct? You're not letting anyone else know that you're kind of digging for stuff? Yeah, I'm going to be nonchalant. Would the presence of Crixus coming down into the cellar make you move away from them? That's basically what I'm asking. No. Okay. Uh, Crixus comes down into the cellar. He starts grabbing bottles and bringing them up to stock. Um, There is actually a fair amount. It's surprising that you get the feeling that there there were some people that probably didn't know what was in the cellar and poking around. Um, you don't find anything in the cellar, Aranon. Um, you start heading upstairs into the rooms to explore the rooms upstairs. Uh, Crixus, as you're going down on one of your trips, you find a bottle similar to the one earlier. Um with the fire coming off the sides of it, dust on it, and it's full. Uh, Aranon, upstairs, in the third room, you pull open, you're just poking around and stuff, and you pull open the bedside table drawer, and in it is a deck of cards. I, I will, obviously, I will take them, and I'll open up the pack, and I'll just kind of, you know, like you do when you look find a deck of cards, you kind of go through them, kind of look and count. and. Okay, so you, you look through it. You, you pull the whole deck out. As you're looking through it, um, there are many, many good things and many many terrible things that you see and you get a foreboding feeling about this you get an uncomfortable feeling about this you've heard stories about people finding decks of cards that when they've pulled a single card from it have ruined their life well shit I'm going to jam the cards back into the the whatever it's holding you square them all up and put it back into the box never separating a single card from the deck nope i keep this deck of cards well yeah i'm gonna keep it it's going in my bag of holding okay okay so you throw this deck of cards into your bag of holding and we'll stop there i should have actually stopped it before you did anything I'm going to keep the bottle then and not put it into the regular inventory. Okay. (laughs) Excellent. That was great. Awesome. Yeah, so now I have some... You guys have a home base! Ah! (laughs) Cool. It's awesome. I like this idea. The belching dragon. Yeah, that was good. It's going to be fun. All right. It's about time you guys have a home base. Yeah. (laughs) 
get this back down here. And let's get you back up here. My other campaign, my four-year campaign, I never really gave them a home or home base. They've kind of been bounced around from place to place, and I feel bad about that. I wanted Meh. to make sure it happens here. <laughs> Meh. I like it. Yeah, I think uh, considering we're in 10 towns for a while, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Some place to come back. Yeah, as I mean, it's a, and it's a place for free rest, free food, free drink, because, you know, I'm going to milk the shit out of that. And I finally found a way to remove Ellie from the... without killing her. <laughs> and still have her be a meaningful yeah. part of the game. And we know separation Dang. makes the heart grow fonder, so... Ooh. That will be... Oh, and you know what? There can be love letters and <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll start All tucking of notes stuff. under my pillow at night. On that note, awesome. uh, thanks everybody for popping in. Uh, two nerds, one quest. Everywhere that you want to find us, Patreon.com/slash Two Nerds One Quest. If you want to give us some support, Twitter.com/slash Two Nerds One Quest. Um, you get the idea. Uh, we are here. Summer is a little tough because, you know, vacations and everything, but some, you know, we're here Sundays. Um, not OnlyFans. We do not have an OnlyFans plant lamp. Not yet. That is, we are setting one up for JC's foot thing. So whenever. Um, <laughs> oh, great callback. Great callback. <laughs> so whenever uh, we, we'll, we'll let you know when we get that set up so you can uh, pop in and say hi. Uh, but yeah, patreon.com slash two nerds one quest. We have uh, JC mentioned the voting card. stuff earlier. Um, we have monthly votes on oh, yes. encounters and stuff. So uh, we've had a couple through the past six months. Uh, we, it sounds like we have some more coming up. Um, JC sets it up oh, yeah. and keeps it hidden from all of us. So we don't know what it is. So it is a surprise. And he works that in. Um, we do have some other cool. Other cool rewards that we that we have. Uh, so patreon.com slash juniors request. The biggest thing you can do is tell others about this. Uh, let us entertain your friends and your family and strangers on the street. Uh, let them know uh, who we are, what we do. And the be best thing you can do is just share this with them. Um, and the one last thing I was going to say, which I don't remember. Oh, uh, Amazon Prime. We can now accept your Amazon Prime subscriptions. So when you come... Oh, nice. And you subscribe to us through Amazon Prime, you can get cool emotes like this that I'm throwing in the chat. Me and JC at a Chicago Fire game. Or. Oh, hey, how about that? Yeah. This one with Cooch with his Burger King hat on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Yep. It's a good one. So, we, got, we can take your Amazon Prime subscription. So, if you have one sitting around, if you don't use it, throw it in our direction. King Cooch, that is literally King Cooch. Yes. King mm -hmm. Cooch. That's, so, that's on my nice. wedding day, guys. That is, yes, that was on his wedding day. That groundwork there. So. That's why he looks so dapper. <laughs> so, yeah. for me, for Fantastic. Cooch, for JC, and the missing Lazy Dragon Genius, we are Two Nerds on Quest. Vote on show titles. We'll be back in a minute. Peace.
Boom Town, get him. <laughs>